Welcome back, everybody. It's time again to meet our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County. Powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. Streaming live from our studios here at the University of California, Irvine's Beale Applied Innovation Center. With the man who knows all the community, or at least all the community knows him. I don't know which way it goes here. Welcome our host today, John Gutierrez. Buenos dias. Welcome to our community podcast show where our community is your community, powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host, John Gutierrez, founder of OC Hospice and now senior vice president of the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Today's special guest is Mr. David Betancorp. Let me share with you a little bit about David here. He was one of our Australia Awards winners this weekend for the Viola Meyer OC Volunteer of the Year. He's also External Affairs Market Manager of Southern California for Co-America Bank, California Hispanic Chamber of Commerce Foundation board member, and also one of our Orange County Hispanic Chamber Education Foundation board members. David, welcome to the show. John, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. And before we even get started, I just want to say congratulations to you, um, new senior vice president and no one better. So I'm excited to, you know, with you and Ruben at the helm, what's uh, upcoming for the chamber. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate that. We're excited to continue to grow this organization and take it to another level, right? Yep. But but today is not about me. It's about you, amigo. And um, before we go on and talk about business and all this and all the fun stuff, we want to learn a little bit about you. Share with us a little bit about, about where you were born, where you were raised. Tell us about your familia, some hobbies. I heard I heard you were a football player. I heard you're the man. I heard you played in high school and college. So, so give us a little bit of background on you, please. Yeah, no, of course. Um, so I actually say that I'm from the San Gabriel Valley because I've lived in three different cities within the San Gabriel Valley. So um, in elementary school, we we lived in West Covina. So I grew up in West Covina. Um, then in my high school days, I went to Bishop Amont High School. We moved to La Puente. So we literally lived right down the street from Bishop Amont. So, you know, I would walk to school and it was convenient because anytime I forgot my homework or a book, I could just call my mom and she would walk down the street and go give it to me. Um, Bishop Amon is a legendary football it, school. It's very legendary and competitive, and yeah, it was it's tough. It was tough, um, and then now I live in, in Baldwin Park. But um, but yeah, growing up, it was always about you know education. I think both of my parents really valued that, and um, you know I was I'm the first in my family to go to college, and now I have my sister right behind me. She's gonna graduate next week, actually. Ah, uh, congratulations uh, to her. Yes. Thank you, thank you, and um, she. Uh, don't ask me what she's studying because I saw what you know her major was and I couldn't understand half of it. I just know it's marine biology and something else. But nice. Um, nice. But but no, growing up, education was always really important to my parents. Um, you know, my dad, he's a, a cement truck driver, so you know he he always you know was doing that type of job. My mom um, was a stay-at-home mom. She always wanted to be available for my sister and I, and um, so she stayed stayed at home. But then she was also. She also had an entrepreneurial spirit, so I remember um, she started her own home-based business called Enchanted Bear Factory at the time, so um, that was like a kind of a version of Build-A-Bear Factory, Mm. but it was mobile. So on the weekends, my dad and I would lift up that 
it felt like a thousand pound machine on his Toyota pickup truck and we would go to different birthday parties, festivals, and you know, she would be there stuffing bears and, and putting the clothes on with the kids and everything like that. And wow, so, entrepreneur. Yeah, that's where you know, that's the entrepreneur spirit. And now she has a different business called Puppy Party, but can get into that later where is puppy party found let's share, share it's, that with it's the on instagram yes follow it at puppy party on let's, instagram let's support your mom she's a <laughs> business owner and that's what we're about at the orange county hispanic chamber of commerce right exactly so you grew up with parents that were very supportive in education share with us a little bit about how how that played a role in your life uh, growing up as a now you know, obviously a businessman yeah no and so thankful that they were so supportive because i you know, I grew up not really knowing what it is I was going to do with my career exactly. And so, you know, even going out of college, trying, I mean, going out of high school, trying to transition into college, I still wasn't even really sure what to focus on, what major it was. And so I think it was a combination of like seeing the small business my mom was working on. Plus, I thought, okay, if I get a business degree, that can apply to almost anything. Okay. That's basically the reason why I chose a business degree. And so I went to the University of Laverne. I did play sports at Laverne. Um, I grew, you know, throughout my elementary days in high school, I played baseball and football. Um, when I got to Laverne, um, I same thing. That was the only thing I knew was let's have this student athlete type of environment because that's only that, that felt safe for me to yes, do. Yes. And then you know, junior junior year comes around and I'm like, man, I need to get a job. I need to, <laughs> I need experience. You know, like I need to make some money. I'm like, I'm gonna graduate. Um, next year and I yes. have no work experience Yes, and so luckily they had uh, an SBDC center which stands for Small Business Development Center Chamber here has one Yes, um, and it was a brand new center that just launched on campus and so I applied just as like a student intern a student worker. What did you learn there? Can you share with people listening what is an SBDC because yeah. I know what it is but maybe our listeners don't. What did you learn while working there? Yeah so an SBDC basically is a um, federally funded resource through the Small Business Administration providing free technical assistance to entrepreneurs. So if, if you're trying to start a business, you want to grow a business, you could go to an SBDC, meet one-on-one -on -one with a consultant and they will help you with everything you need for free. Mm, and nice. so there it was really starting to connect the dots between what I was learning in the classroom and reality, like what real businesses have to deal with. But then on the other side of that, I really started learning, like, what is this world of economic development? Like, what is a chamber? Like, what? why should we work with elected officials? Like, I had no idea what any of that was. Is that the first time you heard about a chamber, what a chamber is? Is that when it kind of presented that whole world to you? Yeah, so um, so my manager at that time, and everybody I'm sure knows who he is, uh, Fidel Gomez, he was also hired. He was also um, awarded at the yes, Spray Awards. Yes, Fidel. Hey, congratulations. We're going to have so, Fidel here on the show too soon. Yeah, we yes, should. We yes. should. And so he would basically drag me along with him to chamber mixers and different events. And I'll be honest, I was not, I, I was the typical stubborn college student that was playing <laughs> football. I'm like, I've been in class all day. I've worked my shift, and now you want me to drive from Laverne to Irvine to attend an event, and then I got to come back, you know, and do it all over again the next day. I didn't, I didn't want to do it. Wow. Um, but and that's then, good. That you stepped forward and said, "Okay, I'm going to go do this." Right? You found yeah. the energy. You, you squeezed the energy. Wow. So, so when yeah. you were with Fidel, what what was it like? Was that like? <laughs> what was it like? You know, you guys were just. Tearing it up, net networking, marketing. I mean, what did you learn during those times? Yeah, no, I, um, yeah, I got a lot of stories that we don't have time for, but um, <laughs> it was good times, good times. Yeah, no, yeah, good times. Learning experience. Learning experience. And so mm -hmm. uh, I think one of the things he really 
taught me um, early on was the value of, of relationships and networking, you know, and um, and now that's something that I try to relay that message now to the, the students that I work with. You know, you never know when an opportunity might come through somebody that you meet. Yes. Right. And so even if you might not see that in the moment, the first time you meet them, you know, you give it a few months or so. And, you know, at some point your, your paths will cross again. It's a very small circle in this world of work that we're in. And so that was really something he taught me at early ages. Like, you have to be out there. You have to meet people. You have to network. And so... Um, Somewhat of a mentor, huh? Oh, yeah, absolutely a mentor. And, and that's why, you know, I'm thankful because, you know, it, it's grown since then. It's become like a mentor to now like a friendship. And, you know, maybe at this point, maybe even I consider family, you know, so... Um, and yeah. at some point, you started getting involved with our youth chamber through some of the people in the network that you met? Absolutely. So that was that was actually the first event um, he brought me to was a okay. youth chamber mixer. Um, I had no idea what the youth chamber was. I showed up and there's all these students professionally dressed in business suits. And, you know, we had other people. I, I think, you know, Mike Limon was there. Yes. Uh, Clemente Gonzalez was there. Yes. I mean, just a lot of, you know, high level Latino leaders that wanted to take these students under their wing right and so i saw them i looked up to them i was like wow so this is actually a place where i can i can make something of myself yes right and so that was kind of like my first um interaction with the youth, the youth chamber and for those listening the youth chamber is part of our orange county hispanic chamber of commerce and there's a whole board they have and we do a lot of uh, mentorship with them and supporting them and obviously we do a scholarship program so as you were getting involved with that Eventually, I'm pretty sure you got involved with the regular, our regular Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, right? I did, and so, um, so that was all my junior year when when we were dragging. He was taking, I don't want to say dragging me, but he was taking me along <laughs> with him. And then my senior year in college is when I actually applied to the CAPS program, okay, um, which stands for Creating a Path to Success, and that program is hosted through the California Hispanic Chamber of Commerce Foundation. That's great. I never understood like what an epiphany was until I had one, you know, and, and basically we were at the convention. It was in Riverside that year. And I remember we we're all sitting in a boardroom. So it was, you know, me and, you know, maybe 14 other students that were in my cohort. Mm -hmm. The question that they asked us was, what is one of the most challenging things that you had to deal with growing up? Mm. I remember sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, like, my, my upbringing was pretty good. You know, I don't want to say everything was perfect. I don't think anyone's life was perfect, but it was, it was pretty good. But then I'm listening as all these students go around the room and they're talking about, you know, parents being deported. They're talking about helping their parents work on the farms and then going to school and then working another job just to pay the bills. They're talking about, you know, gang violence in their neighborhoods and just these crazy stories. That was the moment where I was like, you know, if, if they can overcome those types of things and... I'm still sitting in this same room here with them, and I didn't have to deal with a lot of those things growing up. That means I need to step it up, and I need to do more. I, ha I have no excuse. And it's that, great that you saw that, right? Yeah, and, and that, was, that was pretty much the moment when I was like, I need to start doing more. I need to start getting involved. But that says a lot about your parents, that your yeah. parents provided a good environment, a good platform for you. I mean, you mentioned your dad was a cement truck cement worker. Truck, yeah. I mean, that's hard work. I know because yeah. one summer I went to work at a construction company and it's hard work. I mean, there must have been something your dad, when you were growing up, you know, gave you that work ethic, right, that, that he had. Yeah, no, and, and that was always kind of like the mentality of like, you know, one day hopefully get to a position to where 
they don't have to work. You know, he gets up at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning and, you know, goes out and works all day, you know, 12, 13-hour days, sometimes longer. And I knew for a fact I did not want to do that myself. <laughs> yes, yes. And so definitely, you know, taking education seriously and then through the mentors I met along the way, figuring out how to leverage that education. Yes, yeah. yes. No, you know, I know you mentioned earlier we were talking that you, now you're the chair of the CAPS program. I mean, that is such an accomplishment. What was that like yeah. for you? It's a full circle moment. So after I was part of the CAPS program, I came on just as an advisor. And so I, had, I was an advisor for the next two years. And then, you know, after those two years passed, there was a little bit of transitioning that happened with leader, leadership there. I made it known. I was like, you know what, this is something I really care about. I, I, I want to stay involved and, you know, maybe even become a board member of the chamber, mm. of the foundation board. That's right. And once I voiced, you know, that's what I wanted to do, basically we made it happen. And I was, I think I still am probably the youngest board member um, in the chamber. Congratulations. And, that says a lot about you. Thank you. Know, you your thank leadership. We thank you for your leadership and, and all that you do. Thank you. Thank you. And so, yeah, after becoming a board member, I became chair of the program and it's it's awesome. I mean, you know, we get to meet so many great students from throughout the state, and then the program has grown so much. I mean, back then, when the f program first started, it was literally just a week long for the convention, and it started basically um, on the foundation of the youth chamber, mm -hmm. right? The first CAPS program ever was the youth chamber, you know, and since then, now it's grown into this almost like year-long program, just different activities that we do, different trainings that we do with the students, and providing scholarships as well. That's great, yes. Yeah. Our youth board foundation I mean it's amazing what we're doing and we thank you for that share with us a little bit about Comerica and what you do there your role there if you can share with the listeners yeah. and then we're gonna get into Estrella awards next and and mm -hmm. your award and all that but share with us a little bit about what you're doing on a daily basis right that's your your regular everyday job yeah so I serve as the external affairs market manager overseeing Southern California so basically anything from Ventura County down to the Mexico border is my territory. What I mean by external affairs is I lead the bank's philanthropic investments for Southern California. You know, our focus area is a small business, affordable housing, workforce development, with the primary focus on low to moderate income underserved communities. Mm. In this type of role, I get to work with a lot of great people. I mean, I still get to come back and work with the chamber. I work with a lot of other different nonprofits that just do tons of different things. And so it's really fulfilling type of job because you really get to see like the impact that the dollars make but also I think what the reason why I like it so much is because I came from the nonprofit world mm -hmm. you know and so it's dear to your heart it, yeah so instead of you know coming in as an intern in corporate America and then working my way up I came from the nonprofit world I remember what it's like to be on the other side and so now that I'm in this type of role it's not just about giving out the dollars but it's actually about how do we help these nonprofits build capacity for themselves. Mm. You know, especially the smaller nonprofits that still need a little bit of help. How can we be more of a value add partner just from the dollar amount? You know, and so that's something that I take a lot of pride in. And yeah, that's something that's personal to me. I gotta say, you obviously have a lot on your plate. How <laughs> in the world did you find time to volunteer extra in the community? And again, for those of you just listening to us now, David is our winner at the Estrella Awards for the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce for the Viola Meyer OC Volunteer of the Year. Share with us a little bit about that whole experience, what it was like to you know, be told that you're going to win this award. Share with us a little bit about Estrella Awards, what, what that was like receiving the award. 
you know, that is also a full circle moment because, you know, we talk about the award being volunteer of the year. I remember volunteering at the Estrella Awards when I was a student, you know, Estrella Awards, the SBA Awards. I was up there with the little headset in the back corner working with Ruben, trying to figure out which speaker needs to come next. What do we need to add to the script? That's crazy. You know, and so... <laughs> so Surreal. Yeah. So I was, I was that person. And um, now being the recipient on stage for that i mean that's just you know it just brings it all together and and kind of like going back to how i originally got involved with the chamber for me it's not something that i feel like oh i need to go do this because you know it's the right thing to do but for me it's i'm just basically paying it forward or saying thank you just for everything that the chamber provided for me while i was a student still trying to figure out what am i going to do with my career that's kind of the way I view it rather than I need to go volunteer because I'm a board member and because that's part of my job. It's more like, thank you for everything you've done. This is the least I could do to, to give back. You hit a lot of really key topics that the last several um, guests we've had have talked about, and that's volunteering or being involved in an internship, and then doors open up that you never expected right what are some of the goals you have that in the future whether it's you know volunteering or getting more involved in different organizations or with the mm -hmm. chamber what are some of the goals or, or things you're excited about that you're looking forward to in your next chapter you know i'm still young so there's a lot of chapters so I don't, i'm still writing that book <laughs> but <laughs> but you know one of the things that i always preach to to like the the students whether if it's the youth chamber or or cap students is you need to be prepared but you also need a little bit of luck but to me luck is when opportunity meets preparation exactly right and so always saying you never know when that opportunity is going to present itself but at least let's make sure that you're ready and you got the skills needed so when that it, it is there you could take advantage of it and so for me you know being on the foundation board now of the of orange county chamber i'm really excited to grow it i'm really excited to grow the foundation board i'm really excited to continue working and, and building what the youth chamber could be the possibilities of that and then even our spdc services i think you know the pandemic put everybody a little bit backwards you know it took, took, took a few steps back but now that we're kind of in this new normal now it's like okay let's build back up now let's let's really become the premier resource in the Hispanic community in Orange County, whether if it's small business, whether if it's through workforce development, or even on the advocacy component. You say you want to build the foundation board. For anyone listening out there, what would you say to them that you would like to see on the foundation board? What does it take mm -hmm. to be on the foundation board? What? Let's share that with people. Maybe there's someone listening right now that says, hey, I, yeah. I want to learn more about it. I want to get involved in this that he's doing. Yeah, you know, I thank you for asking that question because board membership is something I take seriously. Even within Comerica, we have a lot of nonprofit partners we work with that sometimes they say, hey, we would love to have somebody from your company join the board. And I really take my time with trying to find the right person who's the right fit for that organization because... You want somebody that's really going to provide value as a board member that is, of course, it's, it's a mutually, mutually beneficial relationship. You're going to get a little bit of exposure. You might get some business out of it, but that's not what, it's, what it should be about. It should be about how can I improve this organization? What expertise or value can I add? So that could be a lot of different things. It could be fundraising. It could be maybe you have an, an expertise in an area that we don't have a board member that knows that area. Or it could just be providing resources. Maybe you have a, a large network and you can tap into some of your network that could also help out the chamber. So that's what I would say. Anybody looking to get involved with the foundation board, um, 
come in with that mindset, right? Like, how can we really build the foundation? How can I really be a value and help grow this board and this organization? About five minutes left, so we're gonna finish it up here, but what was it like for you afterwards? Once you got the award, uh, what happened? Like, you went out there and what was that like for you? Remember, yeah. you just mentioned that you were once a volunteer there. Amongst all these people, now you're receiving an award on stage. What was that like afterwards? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it was, you know, it's a good feeling. I, and it's not that I do it for the awards or anything like that, but it, it is a good feeling. But I think what I enjoyed most about it was, you know, I got my award. And then the next award after that was Fidel. Wow, and that's so, interesting, and, huh? and so you're looking at the pictures and the videos, and like you know, him and I are on almost every picture together. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you have the Legacy Award, which is uh, Dr. David Lazarga and Priscilla. Yes, with Talaku, and you know, Fidel and I are both David Lazarga fellows of Talaku. He did talk about that. Yeah, and, and, and when he did his speech up there, I saw that exactly. And so he did his speech. I had no idea he was gonna call call us out the way he did. That was awesome. And so. Yeah, it was just one thing after another, and you know everybody's looking at me like, who, you know, who are you type of thing. I'm like, I'm just like, I'm just me, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. but I. But think, it made you feel good. It made yeah. you feel like, and I don't know if your parents were there or family was there. How proud your parents must be, you know, of what you've grown up to to be and do in the community when yeah. when this community leader is saying your name, right? Yeah. No, they they know how much of a, a value Fidel and, and David have both been. Um, for me in my career, um, it was funny when I, when I when I used to get awards. It was like in school or sports or anything like that. And so when I told them I was getting an award, they were like, "You're still getting awards? Like, what are you getting an award for?" <laughs> like, I thought you're work. You know, I thought you're working now. And yes. it's like, you know, yeah. I mean, I got you know, I got nominated, so that's what it is. But no, they're they're really proud, and um, they continue to support me in whatever it is that I do, whatever it is that I decide to do. Well, we want to thank you, David, uh, for being here today and, and being on our podcast show. And we want to just congratulate you again for winning the Viola Meyer OC Volunteer of the Year Award at Estrella Awards on behalf of the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Thank you for everything you are doing in the community. Uh, we appreciate having you here. Uh, any last words before I finalize this with some announcements that we have here? If you're not already involved in the chamber, get involved. We got a lot of events planned, which I'm sure you're going to say to everybody right now, but yes. it's never too late to get involved, whether if it's at the local level, the state level, whether you're a small business owner, you're a corporate executive, yes. or you're a student, just get involved. And as David said here, we do have our June 9th baseball mixer at the Angel Stadium. Uh, so get involved with us. That's a great mixture. We also have our golf tournament coming up right after that. Visit our website at ochcc.org. Go to our Instagram or our Facebook. Again, you can just type in OCHCC on Instagram or at the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce Facebook page. Stay tuned for more upcoming events, but definitely go to our website. And, uh, you know, we want to thank our special guests. We want to thank OC Talk Radio. Like we say all the time, folks, our community is your community, and we hope to see you next week. We have another great winner next week. Maria Gomez will be here from Orange County Escrow, and so we look forward to having her on the show. David, thank you for being here. Have a great day, brother. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, there you have it. One more great reason why you've got to tune in each and every week to our community. Because our community is your community.
the Hispanic business community here in Orange County. Powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. Streaming live from our studios here at the University of California, Irvine's Beal Applied Innovation Center. Join us each week as we celebrate and explore the richness of this thriving community and the real stories of the real people who make it so special.